Welcome to the Nurses for Healthy Environments podcast. My name is Beth Shank, nurse scientist and sustainability leader in Missoula, Montana. On the podcast, I interview nurses working at the intersection of health and environment. Today, our guest is Hanna Kalio. She is a nursing student in the PhD program at the University of Eastern Finland. And I'm pleased to be able to interview her today to learn more about uh, nursing in Finland and her interests, which is focusing on the environmental responsibility in patient care. So welcome to the podcast, Hanna. Thank you very much. Very nice to talk to you of this important issue. Yeah, well, well, tell us a bit about yourself. How long have you been a nurse? How did you get to be a nurse? How did you end up wanting to study this really interesting topic? Okay, I I graduated in 2002 as a public health nurse and a nurse. And then I, I wanted to gain a diverse work experience as a nurse. And I went to different uh, jobs in, in different cities and in different organizations. I worked as a nurse for about 10 years in in primary healthcare in health centers and in special special healthcare in hospitals and most of that time i was in ear nose and throat uh, emergency room um, in quite a big hospital here in finland and um, that was three shift uh, work and um, uh, very different age people who I took care of. And, but then I, in 2010, I decided to apply in the university to study nursing science. And I got in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I finished my uh, master's studies in uh, 2013. And after that, I have made my uh, dissertation, my PhD studies, um, and in recent years, I have also worked as a research assistant and a researcher in our university. And um, from the very beginning of my uh, master studies, I started to. Um, well, I will tell about it later, but I, this environmental topic has been my my topic from the very beginning. And and did that emerge when you were practicing as a nurse? Did did um, environmental responsibility raise its head then? Yes, I was working in um, uh, ear and nose and throat di- uh, diseases clinic, and and there I I realized that we don't have anyone who is responsible of those things there in that unit and and I heard that I, I don't actually remember how did I get interested of those things so much I I remember that I have I have paid attention to consumption issues in Finland and in USA I was there in, in as an exchange student in my nursing studies so in both places I have you know, like concerned of consumption issues and seeing that it's not taken, um, what do you say, on account maybe in, in healthcare so much that we don't, we don't talk of it and 
with, there is no good instructions uh, and um, it's um, it's not systematic to take care of those environmental issues uh, so much in there and then I I saw this um, announcement that there will there is a training for uh, for people who wants to be environmentally uh, environmental contact persons in the units and I talked to my my boss our head nurse that is it okay if I go and she thought it's a good idea and then I had the training and I I worked as an environmental contact or support person in our unit so that's why how it began in my work as a nurse interesting and uh did was that satisfying work did you find you were able to make changes at your unit that's a very good question (laughs) (laughs) i i wasn't actually i know I have been now for 10 years in this in the center of this environmental issue and now I see that I was very powerless and quite lonely actually in in that work because I felt that I don't have power enough and not skills enough to take care of those things and I thought that it's something something very big that I don't have skills in it Yes, I felt myself quite powerless. Mm-hmm. And that was part of what drove you to more education and, and being involved in that way. Is that, that right? Was, yeah, that was actually, I, 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 well, in the early years, actually, already when I was in nursing studies, I dreamed that I would be sometimes a teacher of health mm-hmm. sciences myself. And, and then when I was working as a nurse, I... I thought that if I would be a teacher, I would have good possibilities to tell about these environmental issues to to students already who are growing in that um, nursing position. And they are, how do you say, they take uh, more easily new new things and new um, ideas than people who are already worked for a long time in in healthcare mm-hmm. as a professional. So that was, yeah, one reason why I went to to university. Yeah, yes. wonderful. So uh, I'm really curious about your, tell me about your dissertation, if you would. What are you studying specifically regarding environmental responsibility? What are your methods? Tell, please tell me about that. Okay. So my research topic is this environmental responsibility in patient care. And um, I examine it especially from the point of consuming in healthcare. Uh, And to say it in a simple and brief way, my interest is in how we can produce health and patient care so that these services burden nature as little as possible. And... Uh, well, in the recent years, interest towards this topic has grown in research, but as I have seen in practice and and also in literature, um, there is still a, a serious lack of knowledge and understanding of this uh, linked, uh, this environmental, how it, how it is linked in patient care. 
So uh, in my dissertation, I try to see it in a holistic way so that it is so much more than just sorting your waste, which is important, but it's, it's not only that. It's inert, inert energy issues, power and water, and uh, widely and diverse, uh, in diverse ways, this material um, effectiveness. And, and also, not only these practical issues, those are the targets, but we, don't, we have a little understanding based on the earlier results of the structures of um, how do we promote it in our in uh, for example healthcare organization what what do we have to consider uh, before we can implement it uh, effectively and yes i try to build some kind of i can't say yet model but a framework of this environmental responsibility and my methods are qualitative uh, as there is a lack of knowledge still so I it's hard to make quantitative um, uh, study of this kind of holistic topic uh, although there is um, uh, Delphi method also but Basically, this is a qualitative and theoretical. We also make theoretical uh, have made theoretical research in it. So you're interviewing nurses primarily. Are you interviewing patients as well? Um, not in this. Maybe later after my dissertation. But and we do have many of master thesis going on in in this topic too. But my, um, yeah, I have interviewed environmental managers in university hospitals. And uh, then we, I will interview um, these environmental contact persons in university hospitals. Those are the only hospitals here in Finland where is a um, systemat systematic environmental contact person network. So that's why I studied uh, my uh, research happens in this university hospital world. Interesting. Um, and I'm also interested in the um, responsibility idea. We in the United States from the American Nurses Association, we have a one of our scope and standards of practice states that the registered nurse practices in an environmentally safe and healthy manner. Which, which then tells nursing that, yes, we need to be uh, careful with our choice of products, with our management of waste, which are, with our use of energy, et cetera. Um, do, do you have that sort of guideline in your Finnish um, nursing regulations or, or uh, descriptions? Not yet. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, that's one concern that... Um, Teaching these environmental issues is not systematic in in health um, health field in Finland. Um, in um, in some schools, I mean, uh, learning institutions, they do have um, optional courses for this, but 
um, it's not included. I remember when I was in nursing studies, we did um, study environmental health, um, but it didn't include this perspective that how do you save, how do you protect nature through minimizing consumption? It was more like this more traditional perspective on environmental issues that um, chemicals and things like that. But we didn't talk about climate change. And uh, I, I'm, I think it still lacks in the, there is not that kind of teaching in health, health field in Finland so, nowadays either. Uh-huh. So it's not covered in, in nursing school or medical school or, or pharmacy school? Unfortunately not. Right. And uh, we, I was in another uh, research um, project and we, did, we studied a new competencies in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And in this study last year, uh, this topic emerged, emerged that um, the um, experts of health field, they brought this up first time in, mm -hmm. in the Finnish research. Mm -hmm. And it was a very, this, order, this uh, study was ordered by the Ministry of, how do you say, Ministry of Learning or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that uh, it was, it was very good that it that this issue was visible in that research. Yes, very yes. much so. Well, I know just because I pay attention to this in the U.S., I know that uh, U United States healthcare contributes ten percent of our greenhouse gases, and mm -hmm. and also if we stacked up all the countries in the world. Uh, U.S. healthcare would be 13th largest in terms of greenhouse gas emitters or mm -hmm. contributors. Mm -hmm. So that helps helps people like me and, and many others who are working on this here to link uh, the fact that healthcare is actually polluting. Healthcare is yes. making our health mm -hmm. worse. And mm -hmm. then what is our obligation to to reduce that? And so, so that piece about the uh, responsibility, I think, is very interesting be just because I think healthcare people, if they're drawn to health and they're drawn to caring, they don't want to be making the problem worse. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think so too. That That's why I see it as a strong nursing issue. We are responsible of human health. And if we neglect this environmental issue, we are not producing high quality, comprehensive patient care. Yes, that's right. So just so I understand the backdrop a little bit or the, the, the situation in Finland regarding um, concern for the environment, uh, thoughts about consumption, as you're, you have alluded to, and also climate change. Is that something that's in the news, something that people talk about a lot? Is there a lot of awareness in, in the general population, would you say? We see it every day. We, we saw news of climate change every day. No one can close eyes from it anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's one reason that uh, people are more interested of it and more aware of it in health mm -hmm. field also. Because you have to think of those things now in healthcare too. Yes, it's in media, it's all time there. 
Yeah. So it sounds like, uh, you know, if it, I don't know this, but the the general populace in Finland is maybe better educated about it than the general populace in the United States, because we definitely don't see it every day in the media. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nowadays, we do have everyday social news and also about plastic problem yeah. in the in the aquatic environment. Right. Yes, those are two big, very hot news yeah. well, <laughs> topics in media. They're both important, that's for sure. And they, and they both, uh, uh, and all of these issues have so many health impacts related to it. We, we also learn through, this, through social sciences that when we talk about both the environmental crisis broadly and climate change more specifically, that talking about how it impacts health is um, something that people find palatable, meaning they want to know more about it. They want to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it sometimes helps us here where, where it's more politicized to avoid the politics and just talk about, well, here's why we're concerned and here's why we're, we as nurses are concerned. Mm. Is that part yes. of part of your messaging as well? Looking at how climate change, for instance, impacts health in Finland. Yes. Yeah. And and also not in Finland, but this is an ethical side of. Mm-hmm. I I see this as a strong ethical issue in nursing, that we have to see it as a global issue. We cannot see it only in as a Finnish. We are in that kind of area in Finland where the food production is pretty secured. We don't have great uh, problems with it and and we have good water uh, resources and a lot of forests and berries in forests. But uh, all of the people, all, all people in the world don't have, and if we produce climate uh, pollution, we uh, climate gases, we do affect to the other side of the world too. So it is a strong ethical point. Yes, very very much so. And do you find that other nurses feel that way as well? When that you uh, interview? I, I think it's pretty rare. Oh. Uh, that do, and also in literature there is for instance, uh, 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 from Australia and Sweden, this kind of nursing science um, uh, studies made in nursing science that that uh, it's not seen that uh, that kind of global issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's easy to see close but not far. Right, that's just a trick of the human mind, isn't it? <laughs> mm, yeah. one, one that's not and, good for us and it's kind of natural but we have to talk about this issue more and uh, include it in the training in the health field training and education mm-hmm. and it becomes more uh, familiar for people and more natural because there is also this uh, studies and my experience also that it's somehow awkward to talk about these issues in in patient care with your colleagues mm-hmm. and in your working community. Even if it should be mm-hmm. that kind of topic that you can talk about, just like of the other issues of patient care. Mm-hmm. And and but, why, why do you think that is? Uh, 
it's might be it might be frightening for people to ah, uh-huh. because it's a big issue and you don't know how to take care of it our even if we do anything it doesn't help the world mm. well it might be so but we have to take care of our part and mm. as i said it's uh, ethically right to mm. make it the best way that we can mm-hmm. and then we can say to our kids that we did our best in our section right. <laughs> and and try to we cared for your world for your earth yeah. and we wanted to produce our services as well as we could mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yeah it is it is overwhelming and painful I, I agree with you that's part of it and if people feel like what they do doesn't matter um that makes it worse but but one, yeah. one thing i say as well what we did to get here mattered, didn't it? <laughs> mm. um, I was interested in something you said earlier, and it was about material effectiveness. Tell us what mm-hmm. you mean by that. Um, that we only use what we really have to. Because um, somehow there are those habits in healthcare and in patient care and within nursing profession and doctors, physicians, that it's easy to take a new product, a new product, once again, if even if you could use the same many times. And that's unnecessary. We don't, we, we don't have to do that. And also, well, it comes close to material effectiveness, but uh, changing the sheets in the bed, it can be made um, so that you think what is this exactly this patient's need so that you avoid routines and and that kind of uh, things that you reconsider your practice that in everything is this necessary do i really need and for instance gloves are often used the wrong way um, in those kind of situations that you wouldn't need them. Um, uh, and this kind of issues. But we should talk about them and make common dis- uh, common decisions in the working community uh, with your colleagues. And if we don't talk about them, you just go on same way every day. Uh, without thinking what is wise. Um, I think this selection um, in every situation is important and in in effectiveness and also that you don't make um, orders. You don't order too much food, too much medicines, then they go, they expire and you have to uh, throw them away. yeah, and products. I once I was working in a hospital where I opened, I went to work and I opened the, the cupboard and I saw that over half of the products were expired and I we had to throw throw them away just because somebody had hadn't seen had a thought hadn't thought uh, it the the real need just ordered as we always have used to. Right, and a lot of waste gets developed. Have you ever done any analysis, for instance, of 
uh, how much waste is created that way and also how much money is wasted in terms of uh, not using the products as they were meant to be? I have seen articles and some numbers. And for instance, uh, there is this place in Finland where they dispose medicines. And um, every year they take 500,000 kilos. We wow. use kilos <laughs> um, in there to be disposed from hospitals and people living in their homes. <laughs> so it's quite a lot uh, medicines and that has to be quite a lot in money too. Right. Yeah, it's astonishing when you think about the, what happens on, on a national level. It's so much. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm happy those medicines are taken there, not in nature. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's really interesting work you're doing. Um, so uh, when do you graduate? I'm planning to graduate next um, uh, in 2019 in uh, Christmas, I think. Okay. Because I am going to be hired next year in university. And this is something new that uh, because here in Finland, it is hard to get um, this kind of hired place oh. as a researcher. Uh -huh. So I'm very happy about it and I'm waiting for it. <laughs> yes, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and, and you, usually people do it this with, you know, own money. <laughs> uh -huh. So it's very good opportunity. Yes, wonderful. And you'll be able to bring, bring this kind of thinking into your uh, coursework that you teach and also into other students that you mentor. Mm. Yeah, I I try to teach it <laughs> as in, in different kind of um, groups. I actually go to teach now to uh, those cancer nurses this week. Mm -hmm. And next week, people who wash instruments, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, in university, I go, I give lectures of it. And, and then if I sometimes will be a nursing teacher, uh -huh. I will talk about it. <laughs> you bet. I'm sure you will. Yes. That's wonderful. Um, I, I'm going to mention a tool. I don't know if you know about this, but it's the Nurses Climate Challenge. Have you heard of that? I think I haven't. I don't remember. It It's not translated into Finnish at this point, but it's something that uh, Dr. Shanda Demarest, who is here in Minnesota, one of our northern states, um, and I and a few others worked on uh, with Healthcare Without Harm and with the Alliance of Nurses for Healthy Environments. And it's a, um, an easy-to-use uh, set of tools, including PowerPoint slides and other documents. And we're mm -hmm. asking nurses to teach other health professionals about the health impacts of climate change. And the goal is to reach 5,000 health professionals by the end of 2019. And we're over, over 1,000 already. So this is something that was really designed for the U.S., but as soon as we launched it earlier this year, we had every continent except Antarctica signed up. So that may be something that would be of interest to you, and you can just Google nursesclimatechallenge.org. Thank you for that. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, and uh, you're, you know, you'd, you'd have to translate it, I think, but students, uh, it seems to me that people um, 
it's received very well and it's easy to mm -hmm. deliver. Okay. Yeah. Sounds very good. In Finland, we have one one website uh, where is some basic information of uh, environmental issues in in healthcare. Oh. So that's a good start. Yeah. Too. <laughs> There's also Healthcare Without Harm Europe. I don't know if you're involved with them at all. But I have used the websites a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Good. Well, this has just been really interesting, and I'm I'm really curious about your career, and I hope that I can read uh, your work uh, after you've completed it. I think the uh, qualitative interviews with nurses to understand this better in different settings is really important, and I, mm -hmm. and and I also think there's lots of ways that we can link globally, because uh, th this is the case in the UK and in Australia and in New Zealand. I've interviewed nurses in all of those areas. And in our in our International Climate Council, we work with people also in other parts of Europe and even in Africa, because uh, mm -hmm. you know people understand this link about health and environment, and mm -hmm. nurses are often good communicators about it. So I I look mm -hmm. forward to learning more about what you know what you learned there in Finland. It's wonderful. Me too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I have a, I often give the folks I interview, is there anything that you would like to say, if you could, if you could say it to the world or you could say it to nursing, what would you tell them about this? Uh, for the world, I would say that it is a common issue and we need to support people who promote environmental good and 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 we only need to use what we need material doesn't give us sustainable happiness <laughs> and and um, these kind of everyday choices you make they ultimately protect your children's health and safety and in nursing i want to underline that it's included in comprehensive patient care and and you promote your patient's environmental health when you take care of when you uh, prevent overconsumption mm -hmm. and and uh, and I also want to say to nurses that you are the key people in implementing environmental responsibility and developing in it in practice because you are close to patients and processes material and consumption consumption and you can find new ways of doing things better than what is used to mm -hmm. So, yeah. Just a quick follow up on that. Do you do you mean that nurses are in the best position compared to other healthcare folks, or tell me more about that? Well, nurses use so much materials, uh -huh. and it's a very energy intensive industry too. Mm -hmm. So, in that way, and and they are the largest group of professionals in healthcare. So, so yes. And they are close to patients. They are tearing the focus of this everything, in, in the center of this everything, this patient care So mm -hmm. and practical patient care. Mm -hmm. So yes, those are the people in those units. But also, I want to remind nurse leaders that their role is essential in creating that culture in, in hospital organization and hospital units. Because uh, the culture in the organization is very important issue. 
if uh, I, I wish it would be there in the recruitment process already visible somehow that yes. these are our important values please engage them engage in them right so, if yeah. that if that were the case when you were getting started in this and I think you said you felt powerless in your work that you might not have felt so powerless if there if that had been more ingrained in the culture yes, yes. yeah yes absolutely um, but I recognize also uh, lack of my personal skills that I I, I, I don't know skills but I, I took it to personally and that's mm. what I want to say to nurses also that that um, easier not to take them personally if somebody else is not behaving in pro-environmental way mm -hmm. um, just um, try to develop the the working community still even if all the people's all the, all the other people are not because somebody someone's uh, role can be very important in longer time frame if it, those things doesn't, they don't happen in one day, the change there, but yeah. it might take some time. Right. Yeah. Right. And you're oftentimes planting seeds that people then come back to as, as things change. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, Hanna, it's been so nice to talk to you. Is there anything else you'd like to add today? Um. Uh, environmental issues can be fun too. <laughs> it, it is nice to recycle and sort waste and to send them to be raw materials. I, I like it. Uh -huh. I, and um, it's fun to go to second-hand store and not to boring shopping malls. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it can be very fun. Yeah. Also, it's not some. Often, it's seen a little uh, dark. Uh -huh. issue as a dark issue but right. it doesn't have to be no it sure doesn't just think about all the the benefit of being out and hiking or riding a bicycle to work or oh, eating yeah. actually good high quality organic food i mean there's so yes. many positives about living in a way that's that's also um not harming the planet oh yeah yeah i love finnish nature yes, <laughs> we have Nice forest, pine, skent, and blueberries there. So mm. that's what that's what keeps me motivated. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, well, thank you again so much for being on the podcast. And thank you all for listening to the Nurses for Healthy Environments podcast. Check us out at environ.org, -E where you can find this and many other episodes. Also, please leave a review for us wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you next time.